Welcome to the Sports by Fry podcast. My name is Fry. Today I'm joined by JLo for yet another Sunday sit down. Uh, happy Canadian Day, mate. Canada Day. Canadian Day, Canada Day. Yes, I am. It probably is Happy Canada Day, not Canadian Day. Uh, it used to be called Dominion Day, apparently. Mm. So uh, Canada or Canadian Day is definitely uh, an improvement. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. It's been a long, long weekend of footy, though, so pretty tired. But It has. Uh, full disclosure, anything that we say that we get incorrect is uh, because we are sleep deprived. It's been a huge 48 hours. Not only has it been a big weekend of footy, it's been a big weekend uh, free agency wise, because not only is it Canada Day, but it is the 1st of July, which means the 2018 free agency period is uh, underway. Already some big names have signed. Um, Denver Nuggets had a little uh, little splash on mid stroke of midnight as well. Mm. I'm happy about the the Jokic one, not the Barton one. Yeah. I could have seen it. Let him go for the, what, over 10 mil a year we paid him. Yeah, in the end it was more than 10 mil. Yeah. Um, we'll dive into all those deals. Like we said, we'll touch on our uh, AFL teams. Both of them looked a little bit underwhelming mm. this week, which sucked. Um, fantasy teams are pretty good, though. Yours, you're pretty happy with yours? Uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Mine was about that, but a little bit better than yours, so... I- Probably shouldn't complain too much. Um, Wimbledon starts tomorrow. World Cup's on. Plenty of sports we talked about, so let's dive right in. First things first, let's touch on NBA free agency. Probably the biggest uh, storylines in the sporting world right now are dictated by the NBA with uh, free agency beginning. Already, like I said before, a few big names have signed. Paul George staying in Oklahoma. Mm, yeah. um, that was probably Surprising. the... Probably the biggest name that's already signed. I mean, Durant and Chris Paul both stayed with the Warriors and the Rockets, uh, respectively, on big deals, but that was always going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. No surprise there. Yeah. Move along. So, yeah, surprise yeah. about uh, Paul George staying. It was, uh, I didn't expect it. Holiday. Yeah, on a four year deal as well. Like, yeah. I thought maybe he'd stay for one or two years, but no, big deal. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just trying to think about the four year. Is that when Russell comes off his, maybe? Or? I think, apparently it's three years and one player option, but after two, he has a weird... I remember reading it. After two years, he'll now be eligible for some super max contract, like oh. super duper max. Oh, okay. So I think that's what Steph Curry signed in the off-season. And right. Harden, uh, sorry, last off-season, and maybe Harden last one as well, the one before that. Oh, and basically, sure. that's like... 200 million over five years or something stupid so I think I think this was a bit of a money play and let's be honest the Thunder is probably the best well maybe you don't really know what the Lakers are going to get I was going to say it's the best team that he's been mentioned with Um, I would have liked to see him go to Philly or Houston I reckon that would have been perfect he's better suited as like a number two or a number three but Let's be honest, he's not a number one when Russell Westbrook's on the same court. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I I don't mind him staying there. Hopefully they can figure out a way to grab one more player or something, you know? Yeah, they need something else, another piece or two. Would would you trade Mello for Kevin Love or Mello and an assortment of pieces? Uh, uh, Reckon that'd move the needle or probably not? Will will that even be a possibility though? I don't know, maybe LeBron, um, hypothetically speaking, maybe LeBron moves to LA... And wants to reunite the Banana Boat boys. Because Wade, I think, is a free agent as well. So maybe, I don't know, he gets Dwayne Wade there. And then they somehow sign 
uh, trade for Mello or he's a buyout and then they can... Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Actually, uh, no, that's stupid because, of course, then they wouldn't be involved with the Cavs so they couldn't trade yeah. Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what, yeah, sorry, you confused me a bit. No, I would say uh, probably not, to be honest. I think yeah. they just they should probably f- grab two solid players here. In LeBron James's uh, decisions just got my brain thrown into flux. No news too far yet uh, on LeBron. He's... Easily the biggest name in the free agency period. Yeah. Um, today's latest rumour, though, is that he's meeting with Philly's personnel, or like the people who are in charge of making the decision for Philly, because they still don't have a GM. Oh, really? Um, not after they fired Colangelo. Brett Brown's been doing acting duties. But right, yeah. Yeah, they've gone through the draft and free agency without a GM, but they did well in the draft, so, you know, let's not rule out them pulling off a blockbuster by getting LeBron and maybe even maybe. trading for Kawhi. Apparently that's the latest... Uh, Rumour out there, they're offering LeBron a spot next to Kawhi, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, potentially. Yeah. But I think until they pull the trigger on the Kawhi deal, you can't sign and no. hope, you know what I mean? I don't think... you got a funny feeling LeBron just might wait. He's, there's no rush for him to sign. So. Well, that's what I honestly think, if he doesn't sign long-term in LA, he'll just do another one-on-one in Cleveland. And yeah. then next year, he and Kawhi will join the Lakers. Because I don't think he wants to be the first domino. That seems to be the... Uh, yeah, that's the way it feels, right? Like, he's sort of saying, go and get Kawhi and I'm there. But yeah. Getting yeah, Kawhi's easier said than done, let's be honest. It's a bit of a funny period, free agency period for mine. Like, it's there's not going to be a lot of people not budging for yeah. a few, few days, I think. Like, it's sort of going to be who... Whoever sort of moves first loses. Yeah, kind of and thing. there's a lot of players that have just taken guaranteed money right now as well. Like we saw DeAndre Jordan yeah. signed with Dallas as well, one year, twenty four mil. There's always one or two of those like quite good players who just wait too long and get yeah. kind of burned. So well, it happened to Nerlens Noel a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he turned down a contract, and yeah, it's definitely happened in the past. But yeah, all the big names are uh, bouncing around all over the shop at the moment, but. Obviously, we're still waiting a bit on LeBron. Referring to some... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, there's a bit of that boogie LeBron thing going on at the Lakers at the moment as well, which is kind of interesting. I I might write about that tomorrow. I couldn't see that working. You don't think it would work? No. I just don't think that boogie coming off his Achilles is going to get a long-term deal unless it's... It's from anyone unless it's the um, Pelicans. They might just give him the max, but if you're LA or... I don't know who else has he been associated with. No one else really. Bad timing. Bad timing for Boogie's injury to come. Like yeah, no contract year, like a big, big injury. Yeah. It's a bit of a shame. But yeah, I couldn't see that working with LeBron and him in, in LA, especially with the fucking cast those guys have. Like, It would very just, well depend on like, what other pieces they got around them. Yeah. Well, yeah. but even like, but it's just a, it's just a circus out there at the moment. Like I wouldn't want anything to do with the Lakers the way they are at the moment. Like it is with, a little bit all over the shop, isn't with, it? Um, Especially the, now they miss Paul George. Yeah, and with the Ball family, and it's just like Magic saying all this weird stuff to the media, like, oh, if I don't get a big fridge and I'll quit. It's just like, it's not how GM should be talking Magic, you know? Like, yeah. Can, yeah, I, I wouldn't want anything to do with those guys, but it'd be nice to see them good again, I guess. Like League, I guess, always is a bit better when those good franchises are up and firing, yeah. but... You know, no one uh, was cheering for Hawthorne in the grand finals, and I don't think anyone would be cheering for LA to get another chip. Um, unless it was LeBron against the Warriors, I might get behind LBJ then. But Yeah, I guess if it's anyone beating the Warriors, I'd probably sure. get behind them. Watch this space. Plenty will uh, unfold over the next week. We may even do a 
because work's dying down a bit. May even do a bit more of a talk on this on Thursday when yeah. we talk our trades. But um, before we go into our fantasy teams and those trades um, that I just mentioned, is there anyone that you got your eyes on? Not LeBron or Jordan or anyone like that. Anyone that you got your eyes on, like under the radar free agents? There's a few dudes that I'm interested to see where they land. I've got, uh, when I did my big free agency tracker, I did the top 50. Yeah. Um, And I went through and gave a little bit of a spiel about each one. And Rondo is very interesting for mine because I think think all reports are that he's going to go back to the Pelicans. Yeah, and throw lobs to probably Boogie and Anthony Davis. But imagine if he just went to like, I don't know, Orlando or somewhere like that, somewhere that just lacks Atlanta. You know, somewhere else that just mm-hmm. needs another. Well, maybe Atlanta wouldn't work with Trey Young and Schroeder. But you yeah. know, there's definitely. I think he could be. You know, he could lift a team from maybe a five or a six seed up to a two or three if he plays well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got to wonder how committed he is and how much. Yeah. His best is behind him, but yeah, he's someone that you know I've got a bit of an interest in. Is there anyone that you think's kind of not flying under the radar, I guess, but any of those second tier free agents you got uh, your eye on? I'm pretty interested in seeing who grabs Marcus Smart. I've always really liked Marcus Smart. Like he would be one of those guys who I think like would fit perfectly next to LeBron or mm-hmm. maybe on the Thunder or something like that. The positions are a bit funny for that, but like he if he was that that defender off the bench. So I think he's nice because he is a decent ball handler. He's a fucking shocking shooter, but that's fine. Yeah, if you take um, away his shooting, his shithouse shooting, he's actually, you know, doesn't have any glaring weaknesses, yeah, really. Yeah, no, he's awesome. So I would say, um, yeah, smart. And also Tyreek Evans is a bit of like a, who knows what the fuck's going on with him. Like, after the whole Memphis fiasco during, like, free agency during the season, yeah. which was so weird. I think he still offers a lot. So If he leaves, that's who I want um, Cleveland to get. Because he yeah. could just be a nice dude who will help us still win some games. Because we don't have our pick next year. Yeah. So we don't want to completely bottom out next year. So I think, you know, whether we decide to keep Rodney Hood or not is another story. But I think, yeah, if we get someone like Tyreek, professional dude, he could be a nice, uh, nice get if LeBron leaves. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. That. Yeah, so they're probably two of the guys yeah. who stand out. Capella's interesting. Yeah, Dante Exum's interesting for me as well. I think he'll probably go back to Utah on a pretty um, uninspiring contract, yeah, two-year, like 12 mil or something. But yeah, I'd love to see him. Imagine if he just went to, I don't know, imagine if he was just like, yeah, I'll be a ball handler for Houston. I'll be a backup point guard. Yeah. You know, yeah or no, something like that. That'd be crazy. Hopefully, it'd be nice if Denver could grab him for half of nothing. Yeah. You know? There's yeah, plenty of uh, interesting names out there. Aaron Gordon and... Jabari Parker, Julius Randle, plenty yeah, of Parker uh, will be interesting to see what happens with him. Plenty What's of value the, to be had with the restricted free agents. What's the chatter around Jabari at the moment? Well, at the moment, really not a lot because it's still it's only six thirty yeah. um, Sunday evening, so it's only been open for one day. I'm sure there'll be more reports and stuff surfacing, but I don't I haven't read anything about any of those guys taking any meetings yet. Okay. Apparently, Indiana's still keen on getting Gordon. Um, Aaron. Yeah, and Sacramento said that before free agency they might be keen on Jabari. But mm. yeah, nothing else too uh, groundbreaking yet. There was some pretty uh, groundbreaking stuff uh, before any of this free agency kicked off. And that was uh, Tom Mitchell just absolutely annihilating the GWS Giants. Yeah. Uh, 
for a career high at 195 fantasy points. Mm. Yeah, I know. Um, you traded him in this week or last week? Last week I grabbed him in. Didn't Thank have the C God. on him, which sucks, but that's all right. You know, I still take 100 and nearly 200 points from him. Well, I did uh, manage to have the C on him, and it's because I uh, actually completely forgot to put Dylan Clark onto my field and yeah. put the C on him so yeah. that I would have got... Jake Lloyd's loophole uh, captain score. So, yeah, I'm definitely uh, stoked that uh, I'm a bit of a useless prick. But that's all right. Um, My fantasy team managed to just top 2,200 this week, the large fries and Coke. Pretty nice. Yeah, actually, uh, I went a smidge down in ranking, which kind of sucks. But, you know, I had... Obviously, everyone had Mitchell and... Yeah, most of the good, popular mainstream players did fine, which is why I think we saw lots of big scores from everyone. But... I did have a few passengers, so Heaney's uh, 18, Lukey Ryan kind of shot me in the foot a bit with a 35, because the Dockers got absolutely waxed, which mm. kind of sucked, um, with the ex- and Robbie Gray, obviously, his 60 means it's time to go for him, um, but yeah, my team was, I was pretty happy with my team, how's, uh, how'd Chris Sporkin yeah, go in round 15? Yeah, got just over 2,000, which is realistically quite shit in this round, Yeah, um, like I had the Heaney thing go down. I had tons of blokes just not not put it together and like Darcy Byrne Jones missed out on selection because he slept in and like <laughs> you know it's just one of those weeks I'm sort of probably going to look to like spend the next six or seven rounds figuring out like the the best way to like I don't know like analyze upcoming form and so, like for next year like how to find those diamonds in the rough like, well let's talk about that quickly because we spent a bit of time we did watch I think we were pretty good uh, international Australian rules fans I think we watched about seven out of the nine games actually maybe even more I probably got a little bit less than that but yeah, yeah. Uh, we watched most of round 15 of the footy so we saw a lot of the footy um, is there anyone that stands out for you while you think about it I'll go with one because um, yeah he's at that point of the year where I guess if you're Doing pretty shit house. It's time to start looking for 2019 and beyond. So, yeah. um, Luke Shuey is someone that we flagged, especially mm-hmm. coming off his injury. If he uh, doesn't go, you know, back to normality and bump his price up too much, yeah, um, he could be someone that's on your radar for next season. Definitely. Um, obviously, a couple of injury interrupted dudes like Sam Doherty and uh, there's well, someone yeah. else I'm thinking, forgetting. Surely. Uh, that's the top. Can't remember anyway. Bad, yeah. But yeah, there's a few dudes who'll be up for grabs um, from injury discount. But yeah, what about some other dudes playing? Is can you? I got my eyes. I've got my eyes on Jack Billings after yep. he had like 53 touches in the twos not uh-huh. that long ago, and then he came back and had 100, had 90 mid 90s yeah, this I think week. Um, 93. It's not bad this week. I can't remember. They were against um, Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, they get touched up too. No, they the w. Game, yeah, yeah, that was a weird game. That was the game that I <laughs> was technically watching, but I slept through half of it because it was on at about midnight, and that was when I was at my worst. But so I didn't uh, get full full analysis of that one, but I did get quite a bit. It wasn't too bad uh, from Billings. Nice solid performance. Could yeah. be a cheap um, upgrade ish, maybe for one of the rookies that you got in your forward line now. But yeah, I think he's definitely a twenty nineteen uh, watch list bloke. Um, Jackie Martin is another one who's pretty high on my um, list. Yeah. Like, hopefully, the Gold Coast Suns can sort of turn it around a tiny bit. Like, yeah. even if they were just competitive half of the weeks, like, yeah. he would, his score <laughs> no, would go up. from... I think he's averaging about 85. Like, yeah. he's going pretty well. Oh, Barlow, sorry, speaking of the Gold Coast Suns, was the other well, injury yeah. interrupted dude I was thinking of. It's about, he played one game, didn't he? 
Yeah, so Bummer, he won't get that that hundred k off sort of thing. Or yeah, I don't I don't know how it is. I think um, if you play a certain number of games, it must change. But yeah, I don't really know how it works price yeah. wise. But I guess yeah. there's always a few guys who've missed the season or whatever. But it's a, yeah, a bit bit early to tell. But I think I'm going to spend the next five or six weeks trying to just find those gems that like hopefully come off and some won't and some will and I'll hopefully be able to it'll be interesting to see if there's dudes kind of like Fife who um, injure themselves have a shitty score which kind of brings down their um, average and then they don't you know fire for the rest of the year like say Fife now comes back I don't know say he's out for four weeks hypothetically speaking and then he comes back and plays the last two rounds mm. or one of the last two rounds or something and then they shut him down and he has a shit score in that. That can really drag his price down for leading into next season. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, something to keep your eye on. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Fife Sammy, unfortunately I slaved through the uh, Fremantle-Brisbane game which was definitely not uh, a must-watch affair. We ended up getting, I think, 50-odd point defeat which is uh, not what I expected. Not what you thought uh, the Lions would dish out? No, not at all, mate. I don't think anyone saw that one coming. I think the Sandlands out was probably bigger than a lot of people give it credit for. Like, like at least Sandy could have held his own against Martin. At like, least he's a big presence in there. Yeah, like, hit out wise, he would have made a big difference. But, like, I, I think it was, like, just too much for old Apness to fucking tackle Steph Martin. Like, arguably the form ruckman of the comp. Yeah, so. that's a good point. He, uh, he looked pretty solid. Um, who else dominated in that game? There wasn't really anyone that stood out. It was a bit of a, a boring match. In the, uh, the Crows-Eagles game, though, there was a couple of uh, noteworthy performances. Yeah, I guess so. Was not, not many from West Coast, other than old Gaffy, really. Yeah, I guess Gaffey well, he was one of the ones I was looking at. They were both pretty good. But, uh... Tex Walker stood up a little bit under the... under the pump, kicked a couple of big goals. That was an interesting game to watch. Yeah, it was pretty shit. Shit quality, I thought, from both sides. Like it was just, it was was very very um, mistake prone. I remember it was about a horrible about a twenty second patch where there was like someone fumbled the ball, three missed targets, a hand pass that went over someone's head. There was like just a comedy of errors. Yeah, no, it wasn't wasn't great to watch. There's a few interesting guys playing. Like I'd be interested in Seasman's another one. I wouldn't mind keeping an eye on. Like late in this year. Yeah. Like, now Laird's back and you can hopefully shift to that back flank. Yeah. Like, you might get a bit more bit more of the footy. Because I think when, when he did go into the midfield, he was crap. Like, which is weird. Usually it's the other way around. But That is a good point. Um, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a great match by any standards. Uh, we're just missing those forwards. I'm not too worried about it yet because, like, we are missing so many important players. And, like, argu- Arguably our two most important players. So. Yeah, once you get those big boys back in the middle, I don't think there's too much to worry about. Yeah, no, so we'll just we'll cruise and we'll wait for the next couple of weeks and then uh, our schedule gets a bit easier as well. So Nice. Yeah. I'm not uh, too bummed because I want Freo to lose as many games as possible and try and get a good pick. So even though it's been encouraging to see a couple of good performances, I'm now hell-bent on us hitting rock bottom and doing mm. shit house and getting that good pick. Um, yeah, there'll be plenty to watch. Over the next couple of weeks, still very, very congested from about third through to about twelfth on the ladder. So, yeah, I think Freo was twelfth, weren't they? Going something like that. Oh, I think now that Essendon technically beat North, I think they leapfrogged us. So, anyway, there's still plenty of uh, plenty of interesting storylines to follow over the next uh, few weeks. World Cup still going, still firing. Uh, we just watched a couple of half watched a couple of games today. Saw Croatia. 
and Denmark. Uh, Denmark play, yes. And then we saw Spain lose to the host nation, Russia. Both went to penalties, actually. Very interesting. Um, have I you... think you're uh, confusing interesting with boring. Yeah, well, yeah. soccer's never been uh, one of my most watched spots, but uh, sports. But yeah, is there anyone, uh, anyone you think can win it from here on out that's not Brazil? Uh, Belgium, are they still in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably back Belgium. You know, at the moment. I have a hunch that Belgium and England play each other, or oh no, actually, I think they're in the same group, so they now advance to the next round out of their group. Yeah, they're they're a sneaky one. Belgium, England could. Let's be honest, still like they got a decent cast. It'd be nice to see England do well. Yeah, it's not out of the question. I think from yeah, memory they had it. a solid run. Um, yeah, I, but probably. Brazil or Belgium for mine at yeah. this point. Yeah, probably not a bad call. I did have France, Germany, and Spain uh, along with Brazil as my top four. So three of them are already out. So the further we all get over the Brazilians. Yeah, that's it. The further we get from Australia being in it, because obviously they lost in in the pool matches. I care less and less, you know. Yeah. Until like you know the final, I'll be pretty up and about for. But like it's probably going to be Belgium, Brazil, or which I think they played too early, but. Whatever, you know, like it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be one of those teams. So. I hope it's good from here on out. There's been some, been a pretty entertaining tournament so far, so yeah, promising signs. Right. Even though Australia's uh, knocked out of this one, there's a couple of Aussies that uh, we can keep our eye on in another big sporting event. Wimbledon tips off tomorrow morning. Yeah. I think uh, officially tomorrow morning our time. Could be uh, later in the day, could be wrong. But um, Nick Kyrgios, you're going to wonder if he's ever going to Get his shit together and go on a run. Do you reckon it'll happen? I hope so, but I, I, it's looking less and less likely, isn't it? This point. seems like he's going to be a wash up, a wash out, and you know, retire within two years. Yeah, and... what an idiot! Like, what a waste! Like, he put in all that effort as a kid. That's a that's a sad thing. Isn't Him it? and Bernard Tomic, Tomic as well, just seems to have gone from you know this prodigy to dickhead, and then he kind of fell by the wayside, and now Kyrgios has taken the role. Yeah, it's a bit hard to keep up with to be honest so Wimbledon's one of those well actually all the tennis uh, tournaments I don't really start paying attention till the end of the fourth is yeah. when I kind of start to tune in because like sense. all the absolute crabs are gone there's a few of those like Cinderella stories on the come up a few like interesting guys who are still still in like you know Gal Monfries or like um, guys like Gal Monfries or yeah. um Joe Will and things like that. Obviously, they're a bit over the hill now. I was going to the say, new, there's a couple of other dudes coming through. Yeah, like the that. new version. Verzev or Verzev or whatever that dude's name is. That um, I think he might even be Belgian as well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I usually do a preview for each of the big four Grand Slams. I'm not doing a Wimbledon one this time, though, just because I haven't really followed the tennis season enough this year. Yeah. Uh, I've been a bit lazy. Sorry, fans. My fault. But you move countries, mate. That's true. It'll fire back up during um, the US Open and then next year. Um, anything else, uh, big sporting news-wise, that you want to touch on from the last week or so? What else uh, happened? It's been a bit, been a bit distracted the last week. I'm We've just polished off our uh, pretty much our work schedule because now it's summer holidays, uh, summer school holidays. So um, hopefully, you'll be able to put out a few more videos and mm. good articles, and then we might be able to sneak in a few extra podcasts as well. Probably be the way. I would expect, yeah. And now I'm looking forward to a bit of time off, get back into the sport and figure figure life out. Bit of yeah. a boring time in the... Well, not boring. I've said how I love the NBA off-season, but there's not a lot of actual sport being played right now. Yeah, it's a bit rough. NFL's off, NBA's off. 
Um, I don't think the baseball's good enough to captivate us night Skates, by night. But uh, World Skate League, oh, what is it? Skate League, S- Street League Skateboard. Yeah, I was, was going to say SLS. That starts up that uh, right. in a couple of weeks, so I'll get around that. Nice. Sure. I guess with that, we more than the World Cup. There's enough to uh, keep us interested for the month so. of July. A um, couple of birthday shout-outs. Now, technically, this one's for yesterday, but uh, goes out to Mike Tyson. Pretty uh, big, prominent figure that you can't really skip over. So, yep. happy birthday for yesterday, Mike. Good on your own, Mike. Um, Kent Bazemore, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I think he was their leading scorer last year. Jeez, that's depressing. That is depressing. Won't be this year, surely, but happy birthday, Baze. Um, couple of shout-outs from Western Australia. Dan Ricardo. So, the, um, what's it, Motor GP? Is that right? Uh, Formula One. Formula One. Yeah. I racing. Motor GP is the um, bikes. Bikes. Yeah. That's right. I always get them mixed up because I genuinely do not care, but I do care about Danny Ricardo. Happy birthday, mate! And the last one uh, to Jimmy Ennis, who technically is uh, American now. Back, I think. Who's he with? Detroit. I want to say Detroit. He's a bit all over the shop these days. It's a bit yeah. hard to follow. He was uh, was the king of the town in Perth for a couple of years there, back with the Wildcats. Perth royalty. Good yeah. on you, always, uh, always got time to have a beer with uh, Jimmy Ennis. So, happy birthday to Jimmy Ennis. Um, that's it. Another sit down, done and dusted. Happy Canada, Canadian, Dominion Day. Um, might uh, see if we can see the fireworks from our lounge room this evening. That'd be interesting. I'm just trying to work angles and see... I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, who knows, mate. We might go and uh, celebrate with a beer on the uh, foreshore. But uh, until next podcast, thanks for joining, Jalo. No worries, mate. Um, good luck. Hopefully the Nuggets don't make any boneheaded decisions and can stay the course. It's always tough. Uh, never me, know with those blokes. Give me a percentage before we go, because apparently the Nuggets are pushing hard to meet with LeBron James. Uh, what's the percentage of LeBron landing in Denver? I tell you, he might. they actually might get a... Um, a meeting because of how well the D-Wade meeting went last year. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, they do seem to get scheduled those big fish meetings. Um, but to be honest... Oh, oh no, it was two years ago, D-Wade. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, what was the question of how likely of how getting much? him? Yeah. Because from a... Well, you think zero, about it, from a, zero from a basketball perspective, it kind of makes sense. It makes perfect sense. He wouldn't do it, though, I don't think. No. Uh, yeah, that would just... It's almost too much for me to... Like fathom, like it would just change. I agree. It would just be change everything for Denver so much. So I, I wouldn't want it. If I'm honest, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want LeBron. Well, that's especially why, if it's for one or two years. That's why I think Philly should stay away from him because they just need to yeah, stay the course. They do. Like the like, do. They've, they've, they've done it. Like they've finally got to the other end, and now they're just like, let's sign this guy and ruin <laughs> everything for two years. You know, like classic. They might win two chips, but yeah, I would say zero percent yeah. landing in Denver. I say never say never, but there you go. J-Lo's uh, spoken into existence. No chance of LeBron going to the Nuggets. No way. Um, hopefully he comes back to the Cavs. Thanks for listening, though. Uh, by this time next week, we will probably know where LeBron is playing in 2018-19. Um, good luck if you've got an AFL fantasy team into round 16. Another big, important week. Uh, finals are nearing, so make sure you are paying attention to all the Sports by Fry stuff on the AFL fantasy front to uh, set your team up for success in the finals. Make sure you give a rating review on iTunes because that's how uh, the podcast moves up the rankings. So if you like it, give it five stars. Appreciate the support. Till next time, though, peace. Peace.